Before we get started today, I want to tell you about an amazing opportunity I had recently. I have now joined the pageantvision.tv family. I'm super excited to definitely check out all of their content on their Instagram and on Pageant Vision TV YouTube. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Crowning Moment Podcast. I'm Casey Gibson, the host, and we have a very special guest, and she's going to introduce herself. I am Lucelania Sierra. You probably know me as Lou Sierra. I am a former supermodel, which means I've modeled everywhere in the world for many years for major designers. And I've now parlayed that into life coaching and runway coaching. I have worked with some of the top models in New York, agencies send girls to me, and I am privileged to have choreographed some incredible, incredible shows, both in New York, Albania, Kosovo, and throughout the Miss Universe and Miss USA pageant. Not dance choreography, the runway choreography, and I'll be happy to talk about exactly what that is. But I am happy to say I consider myself more of a life coach because you have to be that to be a good coach. That's who I am, I think, in a nutshell. That's an amazing way to say it. And I really do like how you said that. I want to talk about that right off the bat. Being that life coach, how have you helped your girls transition? You know, this is a really crazy world between modeling and pageantry. How do you help them really just get their mental health in check? It's funny that I would have never labeled myself or had the the audacity to call myself that. It's girls who have called me back and said, Lou, you changed my life. That learning to be a leader that learning to question with respect and just not follow anything blindly, that if it doesn't make sense or doesn't feel good, don't do it. That I'm gonna love me everything about me. And if you don't love it, you have that right. I'm not gonna get angry. I'm not gonna take it personal. I'm just going to go elsewhere with this total package. It's the ladies that have called me back and said, Lou, those interview skills, the things, even some of the things I teach on the runway in pageantry, one of the things really surprises me. Girls said change, transform their life the most. When I tell you to look into the eye of a judge, you are not allowed to leave that person's face until you guess the color of their eye. I have a billionaire mentor who taught me whenever I was at any function, party, anything, everyone I look at, I must say in my brain, green eyes, blue eyes, brown. But when you do that on a stage with judges, you look into them instead of just glancing. You thought before you were looking until you do things like that. So there are just simple things that my ladies have said have taken them through that college um, interview, then the first job interview and how to sit where we never cross our legs in front, how to sit at an angle, how just everything, social graces, wine glass, water glass, salad fork, dinner fork all of that kind of stuff. So um, I love that I get to do that. I had no idea. I mean, Lou, we had ran into each other. This was at Ideal Nationals. Yes, just Ideal Nationals. Nationals. Mm-hmm. 
And so when I had seen you there, I had never gotten the chance to meet you in person. And I was honestly in awe. I was fangirling. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's Miss Luciera. Like I have got to introduce. And I whipped out my little photo business card as fast as I could and came over to you. And I was just so excited. And I knew who you were, but now I feel like I get to see a whole different side of you through this interview. And I didn't know all of these different things that you were teaching these girls. And that is amazing, especially the eye contact part. I've always told, make sure you scan your judges, but truly oh, looking at them. You do a good not leave a face until you say blue, green, because then they feel something incredible. And I have the honor now, I work with Partnership for Kids. Um, in the summer, right before the kids graduate high school, they have a day where they invite five people in different um, job professions, and we speak to the kids. And they introduce us. I won't sit on stage. I sit in the back audience and watch the doctor, the lawyer, the policeman, you know. And when my turn to be introduced, they bring on the Kardashian episode. And I see all the kids. Now, mind you, I'm sitting in the back so I can see the troublemakers, the ones who are bored. And all of a sudden, they see Kim Kardashian and all of it. Is she here? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that the empty chair? Oh, my God. And then I spin from the back to the front. I, all I do is spin, 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 spin with my practice skirt. And I say, now that you've heard all of them, let's have some fun. And ah! they just crack up. And my whole presentation is, what do you want to do with your future? And how are you making it happen? You want to be a singer? Are you dedicating an hour a day to writing? You can just put keywords on a wall and one day it'll come together. Do you have a part-time job so you can save that money and get recording studio time? Are you online and you find this person and he does this and he does this and he does this and you guys all pull together and get in there and make something? Are you, and they're looking at me like never thought of that. We go over, oh, you want to be a ball player? If you make $10 million, the first year, you gonna buy a house? Heck yeah! How much? Well, if I make ten million, I'm gonna buy ten million. Oh, so let's show on the projector that if you buy a two million dollar house and put five in the bank and put uh, that you cannot touch because money make money. And I see people going what? The kids who never heard that. And I said, and we're going to keep a month, a million to play, and we're going to buy mom a house and their face. And I show a mom all happy. I said, but if you want to buy that $10 million house, I should have told you the upkeep is a hundred grand with that swimming pool and that, and the taxes are 250 and their faces. So I do partnership with kids. And the thing I'm most excited I work with colleges for their top 1% of their graduating class, and I take them on a business lunch interview. When you, if you're going to be interviewed by a Wall Street firm or anything, do you know how to conduct yourself on an interview that is in a restaurant? Do you know that once your fork and your knife is placed a certain way on the table in formal dining, it lets the waiter know that you're ready for your plate to leave? And they don't know, do I have on too much lipstick? Should I tuck my, all of that 
is what I do. Pageantry is a very, very small part of it, but I love it. That is wonderful. I had, I'm so glad that we just opened that up from the beginning because that just gives those that are listening that may not be so interested in the pageant side of things to hear a different side that there is out there that people can help them with. So I truly appreciate you sharing that because that definitely, I get, there's a good things from those I can take and put in the podcast episode of like, you need to hear these points. Those were amazing. I loved it. Okay. I want to, you know, for the people that, you know, do like pageantry, I want to talk about that a little bit. How did you get involved in the pageant world? It's so ironic. Um, um, as a professional model, I had a very dear friend who would get, and she was a model with my agency and she'd get the first call back and not land the job. And one day we're just out and she goes, Lou, you got to help me because you always land the shows. I helped her. She started landing every job. Our agent said, what are you doing differently? She said, Lou is teaching me. Our agent called me and said, listen, Lou, got a proposition. We got new girls coming from Paris and Italy and other girls, even in New York. I want you to train them and you have to train them with everything you know. And we will pay you from the agency because we have faith in them. They just can't walk. The problem is going to be they're going to go up against you because they're with the agency. My brain has always looked at a bigger picture. I have never, ever focused only on this. And I thought that's a great way to parlay whatever may be next in my life. And for the ladies listening in pageantry, it's where I, I come from when I say two girls can do the same turn and do them differently. It's where I come from when I say we can both have on a cape, like a couple of days ago, we can both have on evening wear, we can both have on the same suit, we can both have on the same opening number dress, but if you focus on your energy, you're gonna do it differently. I I recently, I'm gonna veer off for one moment. I recently, because if she's watching, you know who you are and I'm hugging you real tight. I had a young girl like 13 run up to me and hug me at an event. And she said, Miss Lou, Miss Lou, I want to work with you. But my mother said too many um, of my competitors work with you. And I said, baby, that's okay. That's okay. Maybe one day we will. Cause I would never say anything with a mother there. Never. And the mother heard her kind of walked over and said, yeah, my daughter's right. I I just feel like you work with too many of her competitors. And I said, mom, that's fine. And the mother's face was very shocked because I guess she thought I was going to fight. And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We found someone that nobody else is working with. And I took a moment and said, so in your brain, it's better to work with someone that nobody else wants to work with than somebody that everybody wants to work with. And that makes sense to you. And the mother, I'm telling you, the daughter said, I told you that's crazy, mom. I told you and what he's teaching me is crazy. I said, mom, let me tell you the beauty. The beauty is you can do whatever you and your daughter desire. That's the beauty. Um, I will tell you, there are only so many dresses in the world. They both have to have an opening on the bottom. You know, it's it's just, you're trying to do something different 
And I'm telling you to give your daughter the basics and let her make it her own because she will. She will make it her own with a great coach. And I teach 15 terms after I teach posing and eye contact and your daughter's specific walk. There is no one walk. That saddens me. When girls come and say, my coach said the walk, I'm like, sweetheart, I have no idea what you're talking about. And the easiest visual I can give your listeners, should a lady with a flat butt walk the same as a woman with a huge butt? No. So why would there be one walk? Should a girl that has a space between her thighs because her legs are thin, where her feet should over. With a woman who got larger thighs that touch, if she went over, she tripped. With a woman that a one foot turns in slightly, if she went over. Everybody has a different walk. Stop letting people tell you there is one walk. Get a coach that's going to look at you and say, okay, this is your body to sexy it up, we should do this, or to calm down on your sexy, you got too much arched back, you got too, we need to do this, they should work with you. They should work with you. Mm. That's good. You are blowing me away like this whole time. But no, and that's truly something is these coaches, it's really difficult because you never know if they're truly in it for you or they're just in it for whoever's paying the bill. And that can is I, the hardest I, thing. I I stop you? Let me stop you. Cause yeah, you, absolutely. you hit an incredible point. Let me just say some of the things one, they should promise to never mention your name without your permission when or not. I do not. I do not. They should promise Two. They should not call and harass you. I have girls like, so you're going to call me for my next appointment? I'm like, no, you come to me when you want to. Three, I don't do that by 10 sessions and get a discount. I will say, if you want to do it, you can, but you should ask for the first one outside of that. Because after the first one, you're going to decide if they can teach you. If a coach... I used to learn very quickly. So if you teach 10 classes, that normally means you're teaching me one thing or something in each one. What if I learn all of your stuff in five classes? What am I doing the next five? Just doing it over for hours? Because you got no more stuff if I learn it. Girls learn at different paces. Dancers learn very quickly turns but sometimes have a hard time with stiff, especially if they're ballerinas. Yes. Um, jazz dancers like to drag and touch, and sometimes they're too arched and things. But a model may learn the turns and her walk is great, but she got to work on face because in fashion week, you keep one face, but in pageantry, you better not. Yes, that is that is. Speak. <laughs> That is, and you are so right. And that's something that nobody has ever put into words for me. So it makes so much sense. I'm like, thank you. I'm not crazy that people actually understand that it's not just 
the one walk, the one look, like you coming into this, every person is different. Like you said, they, they all have something different to bring to the table, which means they're all going to have different learning skills, different learning sets and how the time it's going to take them to learn. So it's just really interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why you need a teacher. A teacher knows in a classroom setting, the overachiever sit them in front because they can help you with passing out papers or collecting. They know the troublemaker, sit him by the door so you can get him out if he's causing trouble. They know someone who may be going through depression or on the spectrum or a little just sad to lower your voice, talk slower, maybe rub their back. A teacher can identify with each student. So please don't get someone that harasses you, that that pressures you into these classes before you even work with them or uses your name without your permission. I never say who comes to me, ever. Your best friend can send you to me and I will say, I do not discuss who comes to me, ever. I want to ask you this because I know there's a lot of girls out there that could be having this issue. If you have a coach that wants to be too involved in your life, how do you deal with something like that? I've had girls work with several who were actually afraid, but can I tell you, they do some of the most damage than any other kind of coach. This is true. I won't mention a state or a name, but there was a girl at a national pageant that I was at <clears throat> and her evening gown heel broke during rehearsal. And she hooed and hawed and hooed that she need a shoe. And we kept saying, you can't leave. First of all, at a Miss USA and a Miss Universe, they don't let you leave and go off and do what you want to do. Ever. That's how scandals come about. But we also told her during rehearsals, you're going to miss what's going on. There is no one here to come back to you and teach you everything. There is nobody. And every day we rehearse different things. We don't rehearse the same thing. There's a prelim show. There is on stage question, top 15, top 10, swimwear walk, evening walk, final walk. And she hooed and hawed. And finally, finally, the owners and president said, give her a two hour, one out the hour of lunch and an hour after and tell her that's her time. Send a chaperone and wish her well. Do you know she said she refused to go because her coach couldn't FaceTime with her to buy the shoe? I cannot, oh my I cannot, and, and we were like, are you, and the coach told her, stand your ground. They have to let you go when I can FaceTime to see that shoe. Like a judge is going to say, forget her face. Cause by the way, in evening gown, they're told to really do face. Cause what do you think they're doing in swimsuit? Your body. So mm -hmm. forget her face, forget her skin, her lazy eye, that them yellow teeth. Just look at that shoe. Woo! That's a winning <laughs> shoe. Do you know? <laughs> he told the president she had the gall to say that because her coach. And the president said, fine, 
you don't go. And she mm. wanted to say the pageant was fixed because her shoe was an extra height and she didn't have one. They had to, in wardrobe, cut a little bit of her dress so she could wear because she wouldn't go the time they gave her, which was best so she wouldn't miss a lot for rehearsal which was good because a chaperone was free to go with her. None of that because he couldn't FaceTime. He didn't have to wear it. He didn't have to walk in it. And she didn't get why she didn't win. You think an organization is going to say, let's choose her when I'm looking for a leader and you can't even pick a freaking shoe. <laughs> that is, and, but it's crazy that this happens way more than people expect. Her coach who wanted his name to be heard amongst them. Mm-hmm. I was in awe of that, that he told her to hold her ground against her future employer. And she believed it. It wasn't until afterward, I saw her really sad. I went and said, what's up? She goes, and she filled me and they said, then I can't go. I said, and baby, I still don't know what the problem is. Well, I just think it's fixed. I said, well, I think it's strange that you went toe to toe with your future employer. Cause I don't know any job any job I would go in for on an interview and tell the bank manager, look, I only wear Donald Duck bathroom slippers. I wear a do-rag on my head and a pink tube top. I got the job. (laughs) I said, I just don't know any other job, but yeah, you keep telling employers you do what you want to do and let me know how that works. A coach that is great. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so glad that people get to hear it. This is going to be a great episode because people are going to love just the funny stories out of this. But to get more serious, I want you to tell the listeners what your thoughts were on Miss Universe this year. I was so happy because I get so much, oh, Lou, oh, Lou, oh, Lou, that louse. Made history, never been in the 15, but Laos could walk her behind off. She mm-hmm. walked in swimsuit and said, it was an accident, I'm here. Haiti, not often in the top 15. There were girls, and I keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it. You don't know what goes on in interview. Interview is the most important. You yes. have to speak. You don't make money for them walking. Now, let me just clarify something. The reason so many fans get confused about this, in their countries, their title holders are models. Brazil does have to model. Mm -hmm. Venezuela does have to model in certain countries. So their brain goes to, she's a model. And they don't get the interview factor. So I don't mind sharing. I had girls that I had to talk off the edge. I trained 12 girls this year at Universe. Lou, they're picking their top five on photographs and I'm not in it. 
sweetheart, that didn't sit in on interview. How are they picking their top five before the competition even starts? From a headshot. From a headshot. Please stop with the crazy. <laughs> Go in there and rock an interview. You don't even know if something is going to get sent in that is not worthy of you holding this job title that they say she cannot be our brand ambassador against one of the other girls. So stop. Yeah. I, I tell girls to really stay off. You can't undrip a drip. Once that's in your head, do you know there are girls that get to the pageant and when a certain girl walks in, because they've been studying her on social media, I mean, every morning, I wonder what she has on. I wonder, oh my God, I wonder how she's going to do. I wonder when she turns, oh my God, I should do that turn. She does it well and I've never done it, but I'm so silly that if she does it, I should do it, right? It's just crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. And you know what's even I'm glad that you mentioned that though. About the photos, because when I spoke to Farametti, who won Teen USA from Nebraska, she said that the morning she woke up, they had released the, here's who we think our top whatever is, you know, one of those random Miss pages. And she was not even in their 15. And she she was like, you know what? It is just a photo. These are people that don't know me. They've never seen or got to know the real me. She's like, I don't care. I'm competing against myself. And she won. And that's what, when she brought that up, because I asked her, did you know you would win? I'm going to add to that. They don't know Mm -hmm. the girls they put in the 15. They don't know those girls. Forget they don't know me. They don't know those girls and how they're going to do an interview. They know nothing about those girls or any of us. So. I don't understand why people look. I just don't get it to say, well, I'm not going to let it bother me. My girls, I tell them, if somebody even sitting at the table with you at lunch, you say, I'm sorry, guys. If you guys are going to discuss those websites and stuff, I'm going to sit somewhere else. We'll we'll hang out tonight. We're going all going to the restaurant and stuff. But I don't care to listen to that because it's so irrelevant, according to my coach. Yeah, so I don't even want it. But you guys can talk about it. Do you want to? You want to talk about it? Okay. I'll see all of you later. And by the way, you guys look really good today. Bye. That That is the best like answer to that whole situation to just get rid of it. <laughs> I don't know why you let somebody put something in your head and they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. There, there is nobody there looking for their bridesmaid. Are they baby god mama? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm not I absolutely <laughs> That is that is too good. Well, I ask you this for anyone that is going to compete at those nationals or internationals or even just a local fair pageant, what would be a good piece of advice either for their walking or going into that interview or both? Oh, there's so much advice. First of all, when you're walking at rehearsals or you're walk about to walk on stage, ladies, please don't stare at other girls. 
Don't stare at a monitor. Don't stare at a TV screen. It's so funny because if your competitor walks well, how does that help you? Hello, it doesn't. But I got news for you. If she almost falls, do you know what you say in your brain? This amazes me. When girls see their competitor and they go, she almost fell, Lou, is something on the stage? Do you think it's slippery? You don't get happy. Your brain goes to, oh my God, is something on the stage? So please, please, it's another lesson I learned being a former supermodel. On a casting, I turn my back while another girl is walking and I'm getting myself together. I'm practicing taking off my jacket. I'm practicing my arm, not doing anything funky. I'm practicing the pose. More designers said, I loved you watching you in line. You were the only one not staring at the girl walking. How does that help you? It doesn't. Number two, don't talk to the girls. Oh my God, I love your dress. I love your dress. Who made your dress? We found pageant ladies are the only performers. Someone that's about to go on the stage for the um, welfare for, for an audience are the only performers who do not warm up. Dancers are stretching like crazy. Singers are yes. opening up their vocal. Actors are memorizing their lines and getting into a character. Model trying to figure out how do I take this off? How will I pose? I'm gonna do this is my shoe. Only pageant ladies. I love your dress, I love your dress. Who made your dress? Girl, it's a couture, get out of here. Who oh, gotta go? Don't do that. Don't do that. And as far as the interview, <laughs> if you want pageant questions, Google pageant questions bio and practice them. Hundreds come up on a website. Two, practice looking into a mirror at an X so your eyes are not wandering. So you're listening with a smile. Mm -hmm. And so you're talking. I didn't say with teeth. I said with a pleasant face because interview is not a date. It's to see if you do good television and on television, you have a three minute segment. So anyone telling you to bring everything back to your platform, you should fire them. In no interview would I keep repeating myself in no interview would they say, well, now you're African-American. Are you going to want Martin Luther King birthday off? No, I'm okay with not, but thanks for asking. Do you want a bonus at the end of the year? Yes. And please remember, I'm African-American. I'm okay with Martin Luther King birthday not being off. Okay. Are you willing to work overtime if I need you? Absolutely. But please remember, I'm African-American, but I don't need Martin Luther King birthday off. There is no job interview you would keep repeating yourself. But people are telling you to keep doing it. People are telling you to lead, lead judges. This is true too. A girl once walked in interview and the, one of the judges said, what a beautiful dress. I love the color. Do you know her response? Thank you. It's actually the color of my grandmother's eyes. I was very close. I spent every summer with her at her beach house. We were both morning persons. I like coffee. She liked tea. And she died a horrible death of breast cancer. That's why it's my platform. 
I would die as a judge. I would not, I would just be so shocked. I wouldn't, I'd be like, okay, we've already done all of our interview. You told us everything already. <laughs> well, they actually, when she left said, Lou, does she know on television, people would be doing this. Henry, did that girl just say blue dresses give your breast cancer? That is so confusing. And when I asked why, she said she wanted to lead them to talk about her platform. When someone in the real world says, pretty dress, love the color, you say thank you. Mm -hmm. It's not a fake job, so it's not a fake interview. It's supposed to be a conversation. That That is some great advice. And I'm so glad that you can tell the listeners about that because that's something... I know personally, I'd never heard before. Again, I've always been told somehow tie your platform in or tell them that you work in technology or that you're a woman in STEM. They always want you to give that full half circle to come back. And, and I love that. There are ways we can get it in. Like yeah. some questions have the same answer. If you were to talk that your platform is breast cancer and they were to say, if you can talk to the head of all countries, what would you say to them? I would talk about the importance of health care, especially health care for so many women who are dying of breast cancer. If they said, if you could change anything in the world, what would you change? Well, if there was something called magic, there would be no more breast cancer. But because magic doesn't exist, I would like better screening. I would like more health care. And I would like more time off for those women who have to recover or go through such a procedure as breast cancer. Um, so there are ways to get things in, but you don't force it. Just answer the question. Don't do Anyway, I'm sorry. They're, they're interview coaches. They hate my gut. Um, and let me just say one other thing. Please don't edit this, what I say. I believe you should go to as many coaches as you want. I believe you. That's why I'm so inexpensive. I say go, I went to 12 coaches to make me into a top model. One was excellent with hands. I can do things now with hands. One was excellent with face. So I believe go to coaches and take from many of us and then make something so unique, never been seen before. So please do not, interview coaches, do not email me. I think you have a right to teach whatever you want. There are runway coaches. None of us ever went to college. You guys have a right. If you teach girls to drag up their body, go for it. <laughs> if you teach girls before they go off, they should do this. Go for it. We're all entitled to teach differently. And ladies, you stick with what makes sense to your brain. Nobody will be in that room but you and the judges. Boo. <laughs> I... Have loved this entire episode. Such amazing pointers and funny stories. I've loved it so much. But we've come to that point in the podcast where I ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? Yes. Yay. All right. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? Oh my gosh, are you kidding? I would have never ever thought as a former supermodel. Anyone that knows the Bible, you know Paul in the Bible. Paul used to crucify Christians. We're top models in Paris and Italy and Germany. We laughed hysterically because we always said they want to be models. We don't want to be them. 
And the only thing we meant was we didn't want a one-year job. You guys wanted a career. So many pageant ladies want to be model. And now I believe in pageant ladies so much and what pageants can do. I have seen these ladies give back in their community, use it as a springing board to help them change laws. Oh, who would have ever thought at this? My best friends who were models think this is hilarious, but they all say the same thing. Those girls have no idea how fortunate they are that they got you to help them, Lou, because you've always been a leader amongst us. You knew when to exchange change your foreign currency. You've always been fearless to move to New York at 17, Paris at 19, and stay. You've always been leader on a runway. You will do things on a runway the rest of us will not do. And you've never been apologetic about who and what you are. So that's what they need. And it's so fortunate. Now, real quick, anyone that wants to reach me, please just reach out to my company website, alupinternational.com. I work with everybody. Okay. Um, for those of you who have worked with, remember me that my app, Modelversity, like Modeling University, Modelversity is only $4.99 one-time fee, does not have videos, just has turns and other helpful hints. A lot of what we talked about today. And before I leave, I will be hosting the red carpet for the Global Beauty Awards in Washington. Pageant ladies, please come. Let me interview you on the red carpet. And if you want to go, all you do is email staff, at theglobalbeautyawards.com, staff at theglobalbeautyawards.com. It's in April. I hope to see you. That is so amazing. I'm so glad that you put your information there at the end because I was going to ask you, so if there's any ladies out there that are wanting to work with the fabulous Lou, definitely reach out to her. I know I've learned a lot from this episode today and I will definitely be reaching out in the future. But you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess I'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. <laughs>